0: About hate streets. This is Billpot.com, The Week in Georgia. In English, coming to you from San Francisco, California. Today is Thursday, the 1st of February, 2018. On this date in 1212, Alexios, first emperor of Trabizond, and probably the son of a Georgian princess, dies. 1713, the Ottomans capture King Charles XII at the skirmish at Bender in an effort to remove him from Ottoman territory where he had taken shelter after military defeats in Russia. We all know how the bender skirmishes go. 1750, Prince Bakar of Kartli dies in exile of Moscow after fleeing from the Ottoman invasion 26 years earlier. 1856, the United States President Abraham Lincoln signs the 13th Amendment, banning most but not all slavery in the country. 1918, Russia adopts the, uh, the Gregorian calendar. 1924, the UK re- re- recognizes the United Kingdom. Sorry. The U.K. recognizes the Soviet Union. 1942, the Voice of America, the official United States government station, begins broadcasting aimed at populations controlled by the Axis powers. 1979, Ayatollah Ruhollah Khomeini returns to Tehran after 15 years in exile. 2009, Johanna Sigrodater becomes Iceland's first female prime minister and the world's first openly homosexual head of state. Birthdays are... Russian sci-fi author Evgeny Zamyatin in 1884, American Harlem Renaissance writer Langston Hughes in 1902, first president of Russia Boris Yeltsin in 1931, an American right-wing journalist slash wacko, wonder how he died, Andrew Breitbart in 1969. I'm your host Mark Mullin. If you'd like to comment on the former or ask a question, go to tabilpod.com or send us an email at tabilpod, T-B-L-P-O-D, at gmail.com 14 people were injured when over 800 square meters of the roof collapsed in Tbilisi's Varkatili Metro station on the 30th. The injured were taken to four different hospitals and two were reported to be severely though not critically injured. Tbilisi city hall, the ministry of health and labor will cover medical expenses. The station was renovated five months ago by the company Kavramsheni, for $140,000, Tbilisi Mayor Kahi Kaladze swore to punish the culprits. In the meantime, the station is closed and an investigation has begun into possible violations of building safety standards. According to the contractor, Tbilisi authorities asked that old cement and asbestos ceiling slabs remain in place in order to save money, despite opposition from the engineer leading the project. Hundreds of people, some sources say up to 2,000, protesting for drug policy, liberalization, and decriminalization in Tbilisi last Thursday after the sentencing of actor Giorgi Gheorghevili to eight years in prison on drug charges. Protesters either thought the sentence was too harsh or that it was the result of police planting drugs on Gheorghevili, which it surely was. The protest was organized by drug liberalization group, White Noise Movement, with the support of 19 other NGOs and activist groups. United National Movement and the European Georgian MPs were also present. Ahead of the event, public defender Nino Lomjaria said that Giorgi Ganeshvili's case is a good illustration of harsh and repressive regulations in the Georgian criminal code regarding drugs. 1 otsneva MP criticized the movement and the bill recently proposed to parliament by the National Drug Platform because it was written by White Noise Movement at the Basaini club and provides very soft punishment for drug dealing. The prosecutor's office has begun investigation into the alleged police abuse of power. White noise movement leader Becca Tskhadishvili, who was arrested for throwing a brick at the courthouse after Girganishvili's sentencing, was sentenced to 14 days in jail for petty hooliganism. Prosecutor's office has begun an investigation into footage shown on TV featuring the commander, uh, a commander torturing a, a conscript near the Abkhazian border. The investigation is into alleged abuse of power by officials from the department or special assignments at the Ministry of Internal Affairs. According to the soldier's family, the footage was found on his mobile phone after his death, which they believe was related to the torture allegations. Uh, David Kakabadze, director of Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty's Georgian service, Radio Tavi Subleba, has been fired after opposing a push by RFERL's central management to work closely with Rustavi According to Kakabadze, RFERL is looking to increase listener numbers by working with, with Rustavioti, while the staff at Radio Tavi Supleva opposes this because they feel Rusta, Rustavioti's association with the United National Movement and MISHA will ruin their credibility. There are also reports that Bureau Chief Marina Vashakmadze resigned following Kakabadze's firing. Foreign Minister Michal Janelidze was in Brussels this week for a NATO-Georgia commission meeting. While there, he met with NATO Secretary General Jens Stolenberg and Deputy Secretary General Rose Gotemoller. Prime Minister of Lithuania, Salius Skarvenilis, visited Georgia this week, where he met with President Georgi Margvelashvili, Prime Minister Georgi Kirikashvili, and Parliamentary Chairman, Irakli Kobakhidze, and visited an IDP settlement. Among other issues, they discussed increasing transportation between the two countries via the ports of Anaklia and Klaipade and flights between Tbilisi and Vilnius. Kvitikasvili called Lithuania Georgia's closest ally and friend. President of the National Assembly of Serbia, Maya uh, Gaikovic, visited Georgia on the 25th and 26th of January, where she met with President Mark Prime Minister Kvitikasvili and Parliamentary Chairman Kobachidze. Kiev court has placed Misha under house arre- night house arrest, obliging him to stay at home from 10 p.m. until 7 a.m. every day. He's not permitted to leave Kiev with permission, without uh, permission from the prosecutor's office. Sakashvili said this was because, quote, the Ukrainian authorities are trying to disrupt planned rallies in the regions. Otsneba MP Mamuka Mdinaradze announced this week that Otsneba is looking to tighten the rules related to obstruction of justice by government officials. Dean Naradze said these changes could be best described as the Gervliani Amendments, referring to 2006 Sandro Gervliani murder case. Former President Misha Sakashvili was just found guilty of abuse of power, as we've been reporting, for pardoning the officials convicted of the murders of opposition. In, uh, the that uh, Convicted of murders, opposition MP described moves as a propagandistic trick and a farce. Representatives from regional and national print and broadcast media companies met with parliamentary chairman Irakli Kobachidze last week to register their opposition to proposed changes in the broadcast law. The Otsneba-sponsored bill was recently vetoed by President Mark Vilashvili, but Otsneba has enough votes in parliament to pass it anyway. The media companies say that the changes will make small private broadcasters unable to compete with the public broadcaster for advertising dollars. Kobachidze said the parliamentary opposition and the president failed to provide solid arguments for changing the bill, which is code for not having any clear response to those arguments or any reasons to pass it other than a fear of Rustavioti and wanting, to, wanting control over the media. Tbilisi Court of Appeals upheld a decision to deny refugee status to, to Mustafa Emre Chabuk, the Tbilisi uh, private Demidel College of Tbilisi's private Demidel College in Tbilisi and his family, Chabuk was detained in May 2017 at the request of Turkish authorities for giving money to a terrorist organization linked to Fethullah Gülen. Now that the court proceedings are finished, extradition procedures may begin. Defense lawyers call the decisions politicized and claim that their clients are at risk of political persecution, torture, and inhumane treatment if extradited, which is definitely true. The number of organizations... A number of organizations, including the hardest-working NGO in the caucuses, Transparency International, Georgia, released a statement condemning the decision and calling on President Marco Lashvili to grant Chabuk and his family Georgian citizenship. This is one of a number of cases where the government of Georgia has helped the government of Turkey crack down on purported goodliness in the aftermath of the 2016 coup attempt. It also shows that when the leadership deems it sufficiently important, they can and do get judges to do exactly what they want, even when it is illegal. Or goes against the evidence. A group of NGOs, including Transparency International Georgia, released a statement this week calling on the Georgian authorities to more effectively investigate the Afghan Mukhtarli case. The investigation has been ongoing for eight months with no public results. The statement expresses concern about potential political influences on the investigation and says that the state of Georgia's democracy could be negatively impacted by the incomplete investigation. They specifically encouraged authorities to release CCTV footage of areas where Mukhtarli was kidnapped and transported across the border to meet with NGOs that wrote the statement and to grant Mukhtarli and his wife victim status, which will allow them and their lawyers to access case materials. Pankisi Gorge residents have demanded a meeting with the chief prosecutor regarding the counter, recent counterterrorism operations in Pankisi and in Tbilisi. They are specifically interested in the investigation into whether police used too much force when shooting suspect Tamerlane Machali-Kashvili, who later died of his wounds. Residents have also called for the resignation of the head of the state security service, Vachang Gomalauri. Rustavioti filmed Grozny Mayor Muslim Kuchiev at a Batumi hotel in late January, leading to speculation that he was in Georgia for security talks related to the recent counterterrorism operations, which involved both Chechen and Georgian suspects. Rustavioti reported that Kuchiev met with unnamed Georgian officials in Tbilisi and Batumi, allegations that both sides deny. Another report said that he is being guarded by the Special State Protection Service of Georgia which they also deny. Later reports said that Kuchiev was actually in Georgia as a guest of GD oil founder David Jashitashvili. The status of his visit is also controversial because Kuchiev has been named one of the coordinators of Russian forces in the 2008 war, a designation which should have prevented him from entering the country. Interior ministry representatives blamed the UNM government for failing to put him on the blacklist before. The ministry is now considering adding him. A 23-year-old transgender woman and LGBT activist, Miranda Pagava, was attacked near Tbilisi's Vaque Park earlier this week. She tried to get help from nearby shopkeepers and security guards as a man screamed insults and hit her with an iron bar, but people were not willing to intervene. Rights Group Equality Movement has called for authorities to create effective policies and mechanisms for dealing with hate crimes. Ministry of Internal Affairs has arrested a man in connection to the attack. A group of Abkhazian Cossacks visited Russia for an all-Cossack conference where they joined a new pro-Putin movement called Rubej, or Frontier, or EDGE, that will support his 2018 presidential candidacy. Russian citizen caught illegally crossing the Russian border from Abkhazia claims to have been kept in slavery for a year by Abkhazians. They purportedly took away his passport and forced him to work a construction site before other locals uh, helped him to escape. He still may be charged with illegal border crossing, because that would be fair. Abkhazian authorities have begun to re- require proof that people have renounced Georgian citizenship before providing them with Abkhazian, Abkhazian passports. Previously, people just had to say that they had renounced their citizenship. Now they're required to provide a document from the Georgian Ministry of Justice saying that they have renounced their citizenship. South Ossetian authorities opened a new customs point at the Akhalgori municipality. Residents will be permitted to transport up to 50 kilos of products a month, excluding meat and dairy. Georgian Ministry of Foreign Affairs condemned the move, saying that it aggravates the dire human uh, humanitarian situation of the local population, restricts their freedom of movement, and blatantly violates their fundamental rights, calls on the Russians to cease the provoca- provocative actions against the Georgian statehood. After the opening of the customs port, Russian Foreign Minister Grigory Karasin commented on Georgia in a newspaper interview saying that the 2011 trade monitoring agreements between the two countries were evidence that Georgia had accepted that its customs borders are along the borders of Abkhazia and South Ossetia, although it's very, very clear in the document if you read it that they do not. He reiterated that Russia is not planning on withdrawing from either of those places. The Georgian Foreign Ministry released a statement saying that the things that and said were untrue and unacceptable. Russian Duma has unanimously ratified an agreement signed in March 2017 with South Ossetia to include South Ossetian units into the Russian military. Great, just like Armenia. The South Ossetian parliament ratified the agreement last July. The Georgian Foreign Ministry and the U.S. State Department have released statements condemning the move and accusing Russia of violating a number of different agreements. Also, the foreign, minister of, foreign ministers of Abkhazia and South Ossetia Daur Kove and Dmitry Medovev visited Nauru this week for the 50th anniversary of Nauru's independence. Nauru is one of the countries that has recognized the independence of Abkhazia and South Ossetia. Both foreign ministers met with Nauruan President Baron Waka, while Medovev also met with the President of the Federated States of Micronesia, Peter Christian. Photographs of the South Ossetian foreign minister wearing a floral headdress and appearing to have a very good time, have not yet gone sufficiently viral. So please get to work. A Yerevan event for the new Armenian translation of Misha's book, Awakening of Force, has been canceled, especially for technical reasons, though others believe the change was politically motivated as the event could anger Russian authorities. Tbilisi Kindergarten Management Agency and UNICEF Georgia have implemented new rules in kindergartens that aim to reduce sweet baked goods, foods containing high levels of salt, sugar, and fat, and processed ready-made foods and meals. Items now forbidden include chocolate, black tea, compote, and sugary fruit juice. The changes have been opposed by some parents because their children do not like or will not eat the new foods, such as buckwheat. Twenty people in Tbilisi got salmonella food poisoning after eating chicken salads from CARFOR, the Center for Disease Control and Public Health investigated and found inconsistent application of health and safety standards, which CARFOR has said they will change as soon as possible. Monterey Police Committee of the National Bank of Georgia met, sorry, the Monetary Police Policy Committee of the National Bank of Georgia met on the 31st and decided to keep the refinancing rate at 7.25%. They noted that inflation is expected to go down in the first months of 2018, then to remain near 3% after reaching 6.7% in December 2017. SilkNet, Georgia's largest fixed network operator, has announced a $153 million deal to buy GeoCell, Georgia's second largest mobile operator, though the deal has yet to be approved by the Georgia National Communications Commission. The resulting operation will have broadband pay TV, fixed phone, and mobile phone services. Georgian sumo wrestler Levan uh, Gorgadze, who wrestles under the name Tochinoshin, won his first high-division title, uh, Yosho at the New Year Grand Sumo Tournament in Tokyo. He is the third European to ever win this title. Giorgadze is from Sheta and weighs 177 kilos. Finally, California's most prominent Georgian, Zaza Pachulia, who I met last week for the first time, reported to me that a Georgian restaurant may soon be opening in Palo Alto, according to some Russian guy who was communicating with them. Pachulia is a very nice guy, very smart, very well-spoken, obviously respected by his team members, and he's very, very tall. OC Media published a piece featuring a young teacher from the Ponchisi Gorge who talks a bit about the recent history of the gorge and how it has shaped perceptions of the area uh, to the rest of Georgia. She talks about the pain it causes communities when their boys go to Syria to fight or join terrorist groups and about her experience as a feminist political activist in a deeply conservative area. The CSIS Russian Roulette podcast this week is about Georgian food. Featuring one owner of uh, Washington, D.C.'s new super restaurant and a Georgian wine expert who talk about Georgian food in the former Soviet Union. Georgian restaurants in the United States, the traditional Georgian food um, and traditional Georgian foods and customs. All the links are posted in our forum, all two of them. This week's dive bar number is 70,000, 70,000, the approximate number of plant specimens in the Batumi Botan- Botanical Garden. Herbarium, as of 2001, so it might be 69,992 now, but it was 18 years ago. An exhibition of Michelangelo's drawings, Michelangelo and the Sistine Chapel, opens at the National Gallery in Tbilisi on the 2nd, runs through the 3rd of April as part of the ongoing collaboration between the Italian Embassy and the Gallery. The six drawings on display were created for his work on the Sistine Chapel, Cafe and Bookshop, Parsec 1 in Tbilisi is screening 1995's Ghost in the Shell at uh, 7 p.m. on the 2nd, followed by a discussion about the film. On the 4th at 8 p.m., a plant shop in Fabrica will show the film Kingdom of Plants, a documentary about plants written and narrated by David Attenborough. The film will be in English with Georgian subtitles. Fabrica Hostel will host an exhibition by works of Iranian artist Shidin Sharudi uh, from the 5th to the 12th. Sharudi makes large and intricately patterned paint and mixed media works. On the 6th, the Tolerance and Diversity Institute will host a discussion on public schools and religion at 3 p.m. at the NATO and EU Center in Tbilisi. On the 8th, Cine Partisan presents Alejandro Jodorowsky's Endless Poetry, dubbed in Georgian. At 8 p.m., the film recounts Jodorowsky's childhood and bohemian youth in Santiago. Also on the 8th, the Economic Policy Research Center and the Heritage Foundation will uh, host a presentation on NATO membership for Georgia, featuring a panel discussion with Heritage's Luke Coffey, the American Ambassador to Georgia, Ian Kelly, Foreign Minister Michal Janelidze, and Atlantic Council Batu. Atlantic Council's Batukutelia, who used to be Ambassador to Washington. The event will be at Runes Hotel in Tbilisi at 5 p.m. If anybody goes, remember that the Heritage Foundation is a bunch of Republican lackeys, and the party is run by a Kremlin asset, Donald Trump. Just say. Registration has opened for the Great Batumi Night Race, a half-marathon scheduled for the 21st of April. Race options include the half-marathon, a 10K, and two kids' races. More information can be found at Batumi. The Embassy of Georgia in London is hosting a book launch of poet Khatuna uh, uh, Tsuladze's book, I'll Tell the World, on the 9th uh, of February from 6.30 to 8.30 at 4 Russell Gardens, uh, London, W141. Echo Zulu, the ambassador, Tamar Beruchashili, will speak. Wine will be served RSVP to london.emb at mfa.gov.ge by the 7th. That's it for this week. My Twitter address is at txtbuk. Our email is tabilapod at gmail.com or post to the forum on our website, www.tabilapod.com. We will finish with, from 2009, this is the 2009 version of Shimmy Shimmy Ya by L. Michaels Affair.